0: Hey, Bills Mafia, we know there's only one topic every day, all Bills, all the time. And now Matt Bovee and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking Bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. As the blood pressure dropped a little bit? Is everything okay? Are people doing better today than they were a few days ago? I don't really know. Sal, admittedly, I've been a little bit scared to turn on the radio because I don't know what I'm going to hear when I turn it on. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of It's Always Game Day. Matt Beauvais, Channel 7, Sal Capaccio, WGR 550, Mike Robbie, our producer. So, Sal, the talk this week has been about what's wrong with the Bills yeah. and how do they fix it, which is normal to happen at some point during the season. What's not normal for this team is is that we've kind of had the same conversation and the same big questions for a month now. And that's the concerning part.
1: For sure. And I think now, more than ever before, we've heard so much anger and frustration towards the organization and the coaches. And I think, Matt, it's not in a vacuum. What I think is happening here, and I made this comment back in, I want to take you back to the offseason, okay? The Bills announced that, Leslie Frazier was leaving, stepping away. And then not long after it was announced that well, H-L-O-S-T-R- was taking over. But really, this happened when Eric Washington was announced as the new assistant head coach. And it was just an innocuous kind of like news, like it's big news, but hey, Eric Washington. And all of a sudden, I started reading like these replies, and people like people were just like mad at Sean McDermott. And there it it really dawned on me at that moment. It probably was happening before that. But it dawned on me at that moment that fans are just mad at McDermott. They're just mad at him. And anything that happens, they're going to be mad at him. They're going to yell about him. And anything that's happened since then, all of this stuff has just been building towards even more of a crescendo. Mm-hmm. And all the stuff we've talked about this week, all the different, you know, every time he steps in front of a microphone, he can do no right. I will tell you that for any yeah. fan. I I don't. Are there are there reasons to criticize Sean McDermott, the coaching staff? Yes, absolutely. I also think it's gone way overboard where it's just now getting the point where no matter what happens, it's people just – they have the pitchforks out. They're ready to go. They don't want to hear anything that goes contrary to that if you're not going to say how bad it is and how much changes should be made.
0: I saw a couple people this week bring back up 13 seconds, which I know is something we've talked about a lot, and the general theme was I will never forgive Sean McDermott for 13 seconds. And I think people are saying that now – Because they feel like maybe the window has closed, and it feels like the Bills missed their chance to go win a Super Bowl. And I don't think the window has closed yet. I don't think the window's closed, even if they have a bad year this year and they end up missing the playoffs. I think as long as you have Josh Allen in his kind of prime years, you always will have a chance. That being said, it has been kind of really a bumpy ride this season and it shouldn't have been it shouldn't have been as complicated as it is and somebody's going to take the blame and you know how it is that's going to usually be Sean McDermott or it's going to be Ken Dorsey nobody's really going to put the blame on Josh Allen some people will some people will say hey like he needs to be better maybe this team does not have four losses if he plays better in a couple of the games that's probably true but You know, Josh is the guy this city has been waiting a long time for. So I think he's kind of the most protected from the criticism when all of Mm -hmm. this stuff kind of happens. The thing that I thought about a lot the last few days. Let me me stop
1: you right there and let me say something because you're 100% right. But because what happens is if you have people who do point out Josh did this wrong, Josh did that wrong. Look at the guys he's missed. There are there's some people who say, okay, well. I'll put it on Josh, but a, really a lot of people are going to say, well, that's on coaching. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Josh did this wrong. I'm blaming the coach for that. Right. I mean, that's what's happening. Yeah. But
0: did you see there mm. was a couple of videos circulating on social media this week that I think got a lot of play and it was just like highlights of the Bills offense for the last yes. couple of years. And Under I'm sure you watched that video. And the thing that stands out to me is I do not want to say like, okay, everybody wash their hands. Josh Allen is not to blame at all. But it is incredible watching that video and watching other teams around the league of how coaches scheme guys open. And it feels like that just does not happen enough for the Bills. And I know there are plays when he misses the guy that he is supposed to check down to or he misses an open read because he never looks to his third progression or his fourth progression or whatever it is. But it it doesn't feel like there's any of that low-hanging fruit for him to just grab. It feels like he has to make the play, and that's a lot to put on somebody. I even think back to the Super Bowl and some of the touchdowns that the Chiefs got in that game. I, I hate to say this, like, because I know it's not true, but one of us could have made some of those it, like wide open guys in the flat to Kadarius Tony and to Travis Kelsey. And you're like, how do those guys get so freaking open against a great defense? And it felt like Brian Dable always had a way of getting guys occasionally open sometimes you need your quarterback to go make those ridiculous crazy throws and he does a lot but he has not been perfect this year and I feel like that has kind of made the problems that much greater and I think coaching has a big reason to do with that
1: yeah I I think he has to do a better job of that I also wonder if he has the horses to do it I think that's part of it too you can draw up all these schemes Mac To say, get Gabe Davis open, Mm -hmm. get Khalil Shakir, Dalton Kincaid open. You can do all that. Choose your guy, it doesn't matter. The guy still has to get open. You can't you can't just say, Yeah, just go do this because it'll be there no matter what. Mm -hmm. The other team gets paid, they know they're gonna be playing their defense. Let's take Gabe Davis, I think is a great example for this. Yeah. Like, are you confident enough to say he's gonna get open when it's schemed for him to get open? He's still got to run the route. And get open against the guy. Now, I think there's some valid criticisms against Gabe, and I think that he's also played better than a lot of people give him credit for. But just because you have a play on paper that says you should get open doesn't mean he's going to get open. So Mm -hmm. then it falls on who is that. Where I do think it's correct about Dorsey is if you go back and watch those highlights from, and this may be the same video you're talking about, I'm not sure there were highlights of um it's basically the bills under dable right like a lot of like some of these these plays they made when brian dable was coordinator and people talk about creativity i don't know if i want to use that word as much as i just want to use like the phrase um you know matchup specific it seems like to me what's happening with this offense is I like the bills plan. have this offense they they this what they believe in it's what they trust in and they kind of go out and run it Whereas in years past, when they had Brian Dable, it's like, yeah, we do that. But guess what? This team this week, we got to do these things differently and Mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z differently. I don't know if that's happening as much as it should be.
0: Yeah. The people who I follow who are really smart and who I listen to who are really smart. One of those guys that comes to mind is Dan Orlovsky. And he always says there's a difference between calling plays and like, you know, like, scheming things up, basically. And like there's, you can call a play, but you also have to have the feel for a game of when you should be doing certain things and when you should be getting away from certain things. Because anybody can look at a play sheet and say, okay, we like this one, we like this one, we're going to do this one, we're going to do this one. And it feels like at times, maybe that's what the Bills are doing. It feels like they have a predetermined plan of what they're going to try and do when a drive happens. And then they just stick to that. And that answers the question, if this is what's happening, that answers the question of, why didn't you go up-tempo? Sooner, or why did you do this? Or why did you run it here? Because it's like, okay, we went into this thing and we had these plays predetermined. And I do think that I like, I also like your point about not having the horses to run with Josh.
1: However,
0: The offensive line is better, significantly better than it has been in years past. So when you say maybe he does not have the horses that he can run with, I think Mm -hmm. there is some validity to that, maybe with the skill position players. But also, Dalton Kincaid is better than anybody they've had a tight end during Josh Allen's tenure. And the offensive line is giving him more time to throw than he has had at any point. So when you add those two things together – I don't know. I don't know if the secondary weapons are significantly worse than they have been in years past. I mean, obviously, the year where Cole Beasley earned all pro votes, they don't have anybody like that. But I don't know. I, I don't
1: know if it's a weapons thing. I think maybe yeah. they're not. I don't know. I, I think I'm not going to say I, I it's a weird way for me to say it because I, I hear I, I get what you're saying to me because the way I I framed it. But I think I want to frame it differently, which is it's not necessarily that they don't have the horses to be good. Like I think you're right about that. I think you combine that with maybe expecting them to do certain things they can't do and not playing to their strengths, and that is coaching, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, and then teams catch up to it. Other teams get paid. They get defensive coordinators. They have players, and like, wait a minute, this is what they're doing. Let's remember. Do you remember last year? The um, this just came to my mind, but this is relevant. Do you remember the interception Joshua at the end of the game against Minnesota in overtime? They lose the game, right? Yeah, the wild Minnesota game. Remember what Patrick Peterson said after that said after the game. He was he was the one that intercepted it. Yeah, that he knew what was going to happen. He knew he the said play. They him. only run two routes from that formation with Gabe Davis. Yeah, he said. Mm-hmm. He said so. I, those are the things I'm talking about. Like, okay, like this is what we do, and you go out there and you got to be able to change things up, and then you got to trust Gabe or whoever it is. I'm not just picking on him to be able to beat his guy, which is a secondary issue, which also could not maybe be happening. So. I think it's a whole bunch of these things, but I remember that thing that Patrick Peterson said. Yeah. Hey, I watched him on film. They run two routes when they're in this formation, he runs two routes. That's it. And that catches up, Matt. I mean, people get paid a lot of money to notice those things.
0: I mean, we don't get paid nearly enough money to nearly as much money to notice those things. And I think there's times when I'm sitting in the press box or you're down on the sideline and Quentin Morris runs onto the field and I go, oh, well, it's a run play because Quentin Morris just came onto the field. And I know that occasionally that's not the case. But I mean, my goodness, if I'm noticing that I know defensive coordinators (laughs) and defensive coaches are like, "Okay, well, here's going to be the one or two times that they actually try and run the ball just to show that they're not super predictable." even though we know it's probably not going to be very effective. That's been part of this too. It has not just been, okay, the the passing game is not clipping as well as it has done in years past. The run game has fallen off significantly. The last couple weeks, they have not been a threat on the ground really at all. It doesn't feel like. I mean, the Bucs game a little bit, but not a ton. I, I don't feel like teams are at all concerned. About James Cook
1: or especially Latavius Murray. Um, Josh has run a little bit more. Some of the, it was a couple designed runs against Cincinnati. I think to further your point, we've been waiting for Josh to run more. We've been clamoring for him to. Wouldn't that help? Like if you if you give Josh Allen a few more runs, you have to respect that more. You have to think yeah. about that a little bit more. So I think that has to be incorporated in it. So I guess just to kind of sum it up to me. It's not one issue. It's not just on Ken Dorsey, but he does deserve criticism like because he runs the offense. And I don't think they're doing enough to make sure that they have enough at their disposal. But I also don't... I think sometimes you have to consider that maybe he's not working with the the pieces that may be needed to make all of this work. And that has to happen. So, yeah, I, I think there's a lot here. And when I think about all the criticism, I'll go back to what I just started the first part of the segment, which is... Like, there's this blanket just anger against Sean McDermott. There's this blanket anger against... Ken Dorsey. And I think that's what happens when people are so frustrated, they don't know where to turn. I just think you got to look a little bit deeper and sure you can blame them for some things and they sure have to have part of the frustration. But I think there's a lot going on here of why they've been struggling.